Welcome to Iodine Intelligence, empowering intelligent care. Welcome to Iodine Intelligence, empowering intelligent care, brought to you by the experts at Iodine. I'm your host, Lauren Hickey. In today's episode, we'll be introducing Preeti Shah, Iodine's new Chief Product and Technology Officer. Preeti is coming to us with more than 20 years of corporate and product strategy experience, and going forward, we'll be guiding Iodine's platform strategy vision while overseeing the product and engineering teams. Welcome to the podcast, and welcome to Iodine, Preeti. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much, Lauren. I'm delighted to be here. So let's dive right in. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners and then maybe give us a brief overview of your background, you know, where you come from? Absolutely. Um, So why don't we get started with a little bit about my background. Um, I was born in Mumbai, India, and lived there uh, almost till the age of 21, where I graduated with a master's in accounting and economics uh, from the University of Mumbai, uh, post which I really moved to the United States and got my MBA in corporate strategy and marketing from the Rochester Institute of Technology. Um, My career journey, when I kind of take a step back and look, really started off as me being a product analyst, where honestly, I spent so much time crunching numbers, doing pricing models and doing research. I realized really quickly that all this analysis that I was doing was being leveraged by product leaders to make prioritization and trade-off decisions. Uh, I think that's when I started getting introduced into this real discipline of product management. And that's where my career trajectory started into this field of bringing ideas to market from concept to delighting customer needs. Uh, I really think that product management is all about empathizing with users, identifying opportunities and collaborating with others. So I really went from appreciating and learning how to manage a single product to a portfolio of products, to products targeted in one vertical, to multiple vertical, and the complexities of managing multiple products in one country to managing really a large global portfolio of products targeted at multiple verticals in multiple countries. Um, I really feel fortunate that at every stage of my career journey, I've learned and grown on the job. I've learned from mistakes of which I've made plenty, but I've also had the pleasure to collaborate with cross-functional teams and peers to build strong partnerships in delivering excellent products and services. I've managed and led teams of product managers, designers, engineers, data scientists and developers taking on more and more responsibility as I transitioned from picking up the skills of an individual product manager at the start of my career to heading product and solutions and technology strategy as a chief product and technology officer. So that's really in a nutshell, my journey and my background, Lauren. Awesome. And then can you tell us a little bit about your journey into the healthcare space? Because you haven't always worked for companies related to healthcare. Yeah, no, that's a great question. And um, really, when I ponder and I think about and look back at my career journey, I feel really, really fortunate to have worked in mission-oriented and purpose-driven companies um, that have really provided me the opportunity to work on products and technology that positively impact people's life. And 
and I think that that has been sort of like a guiding star for me. Um, you know, I when I started working at organizations like Element K and Skillsoft, um, our products really helped empower people's careers via learning and education. Um, I remember reflecting on that time and thinking that my greatest joy as a product leader was to know that all the hard work my team and I were pouring into building out our product portfolio actually impacted people in a positive manner. I learned very quickly that the motivation my team and I needed to inspire us to work harder and work smarter was the fact that we were empowering people, empowering our end customers. And that has truly been the primary motivator throughout my professional journey. Knowing the customer, keeping the customer needs and pain points at the center of everything we're trying to create. This core principle of being customer obsessed has really helped me move from ed tech to health tech in a seamless manner. Having the humility to be inquisitive, listening and learning customer pain points and then leveraging technology to solve those pain points in short iterative cycles has really allowed me to move from one purpose-driven industry to another. So you mentioned, you know, listening to customers and really learning and accepting feedback about pain points. Can you sort of expand upon that and talk a little bit about what is your product development methodology? How do you focus on bringing value to customers? Wow, that's quite the question. Uh, I think um, if I had to sort of summarize uh, in terms of what is my um, viewpoint towards product development methodology, I would say that there are two things that really come to mind in terms uh, of my product development methodology. One is customer obsession and two is experimentation. Um, I strongly believe that having the customer alongside you in the product development process is really critical. Every decision we make needs to be based on market research, user research, data analysis, and user testing that really informs product requirements to build products. Our customers really need to guide us in terms of articulating and validating their pain points and then the criticality of their pain points. Not all the pain points are the same. So I really want them to guide us in terms of really stack ranking their pain points and then really help to validate to us whether there is a willingness to pay if we give them a viable solution to that problem. This really guides us on how we grow our profit and loss, either by managing existing products and or creating absolutely brand new product lines. Once we are aware of that customer expectation or areas where we could add value, we then need to bring in this next concept of experimentation. I believe experimenting in short cycles, um, unleashing and leveraging our internal competence around technology, competitive spaces, business acumen, our design thinking to make small iterative changes to help address the customer pain points is really ultimately going to be the winner. Um, know a lot of people like big bang disruptions. I don't believe in them. I think innovating rapidly in short bursts helps to de-risk and validate whether we are headed in the right direction with our solutions to address our customer needs.
Sure. And so you brought up innovation. How do you and your team, you know, maintain and sustain innovation over time? Um, yeah, that's a great question. Again, um, I would say um, I'm a huge believer and a big fan of Clayton Christensen. And over time, have really incorporated a number of his viewpoints into leading innovation. I think innovation is not only a product-driven viewpoint, but rather a holistic approach that straddles business model innovation, tech innovation, and overall customer preference innovation. As I mentioned earlier, I think incremental innovation anchored in customer pain points is definitely one of the guiding factors in how my team and I will manage and sustain innovation over time. I'm also really a big believer of the art and discipline of contextual inquiry. The ability to shadow customers in their workflow and environment and to have moments of realization of how we could streamline or address pain points that they have not even been able to articulate to us is a great exercise and a practice that I've incorporated with my product teams over the years. It's also important that this contextual inquiry is not just limited to product managers, but really incorporates a cross-functional team of people doing this, with whether that means it's actually our customer service representatives or our product managers, our product designers, our development engineers, our data scientists, um, all of us going out and actually doing this observational study and then coming back internally to identify and sort of do design sessions in resolving uh, the pain points that we identified is a great exercise and practice that I think a lot of companies, uh, you know, don't take into account, but I think it's a time-tested method that I have used successfully. Um, and I'm hoping to sort of incorporate that um, at iodine as well. So last question for you, Preeti. What's next? Anything in particular you're looking forward to as you look forward to the future? Yeah, Lauren, I think um, it's been roughly a month here and um, I've been sort of drinking from a fire hose, but I've really, really enjoyed meeting the teams. And what's really, really impressed me here is just uh, the amazing talent that we have in-house, how much our customers want to partner with us and are so delighted with our solutions. And so I'm really excited to unleash the cognitive machine learning expertise and talent that we have in-house to help address some of the biggest revenue cycle management challenges that are facing our healthcare customers. Um, right now, when I take a step back and take a look at the macro environment, I know that our customers, our healthcare providers, are facing unprecedented market change and volatility. And my team understands that our customers absolutely need technology uh, to consistently support them with a greater variety of use cases. And so I'm looking forward to partnering with the team to guide our product strategy as we look to expand our AI's capabilities to include more revenue cycle management functions and clinical decision support. Uh, we have a number of exciting initiatives already brewing in-house, and I'll be delighted to share more about them at our upcoming Iodine Connect customer conference in October, 
or at a future podcast as well. So I think that's going to do it for today's episode. I wanted to thank you so much again, Preeti, for taking the time to join us today. Thank you so much for having me here. And I look forward to doing more of these in the coming months. Of course. And thank you to all our listeners for joining in. If you liked what you heard, make sure you subscribe with Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you like to listen so you never miss an episode. We'll be back next month with a new episode. And until then, I'm your host, Lauren Hickey, and thank you for joining. Thank you.